0: Hey everyone, welcome back to InPod, your home for all things inflow. I'm Nick Sweeney and I'm your host. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about integrating your systems with other tools. So, this is going to be kind of a deep dive, kind of not at the same time, because we're just going to talk about a couple of different tools here. Now, this is something that comes up a lot. Whenever we're talking to a company that says, hey, we've got an ERP system in place, we've got the homegrown system that we use to track things. We've got an order management system. Everything that we use contains data and we need to be able to really have our systems talk to each other and make sure that the right data is in the right place at the right time. What can we do for that? So this happens for SolidWorks PDM. This happens for DriveWorks. This happens for Manage. This happens with everything that we're working with. So today, what I want to do is I'm going to dedicate a couple of minutes to each of, uh, of SolidWorks PDM, DriveWorks, and 3D experience talk to you a little bit about how we can integrate them with other systems. Now, first off, Sardis PDM. If you remember back to sometime in August, July, I think, I had a conversation with Jeff Sweeney. We sat down and we talked purely about integrating Sardis PDM with other tools. So I'm not going to spend too much time on a full deep dive into this. I'm going to do a, a kind of a shallow dive into it, I guess. So Exporting data out of SOLIDWORKS PDM is actually something that's really, really simple. And this works for both SOLIDWORKS PDM standard and professional. You can take this data as you go with like build materials and contains in the where use tab. So if you think about that information that we need. And that's the information that we're probably going to pass to other systems. You can export that out as a CSV file. You can do a save as CSV. And then you can port that into other systems. So I actually was just having a conversation not too long ago about integrating with IQMS. Uh, you know, can we do this with, that's now Delmia. Can we port this into an ERP system? What can we really do with this? And the short answer is, if your program can accept a CSV input, then that's all I really care about, because we can take that information and drag and drop it into the system or upload it. Basically, it makes it so it's no longer a manual task. It's still manual as far as saving it out, but you don't have to manually type in the bow material a second time. Alternatively, if you have PDM Professional, we start to expand out our range here. So now instead of just CSVs, we can also export out as XML. Also, when we do the export, it does not have to be a manual process. So we don't have to go to the tab and do a save as CSV or save as XML. Instead, we can actually do it like on approval, which is a great time to do it, of course, because at that point, it's now revision A, revision B, revision C. We're ready to go. It's been approved at that point in time. It makes a whole lot of sense to sync that up with our ERP system and send it out. However. If we want that bi-directional sync, things get a little bit more complicated. Because we can send data out of SolidWorks PDM really, really easily. And you can import data back in using like the data import tools, but it's not really as seamless. So in a case like that, where we need this to go back and forth, we need to pull in things like cost or vendor from ERP. Well, a good tool for that would be something like CAD link by QBuild. That's one of the middlewares that we really like, and that's exactly what it does. It's great for things like build materials. Again, this is specifically for PDM Professional. PDM Standard, it doesn't have the API, so we can't really talk to other systems all that easily. We can still get our data out and send it into other systems, but we can't really connect the two systems with another tool. The process has to be done manually. So something like link, great middleware. Bidirectional sync between your system and SolidWorks PDM. No matter what that system is, really, there's a whole bunch of them that you can do. Check out their website, definitely, if you haven't seen it. Uh, It's like QBuild CadLink. If you search that, you'll find it. Lots of different tools. Oracle is one. SAP is another. There's a whole bunch of others. That's just a couple that came to me right off the top of my head. But speaking of flexible integrations, DriveWorks is one of the most flexible tools that I know of. And maybe 3D Experience might have one-upped it based off what I'm going to talk about here in a bit. But DriveWorks is incredibly flexible with what you can do. So whenever I get on a call with a customer, we talked about what systems do they have right now? Where do these systems live? And ultimately it comes down to a couple of things. What kind of data do they want to send out? How do they want to send this data? And how can the other system receive this data? And the reason I always go with that is DriveWorks has a couple of built-in import and export tools and utilities already in the software. Like You don't have to write anything special. You don't have to go in and, and know C-sharp or anything, anything like that. This exists natively. And those are a SQL data export. So if it's a SQL table that we need to write data to, we can really easily do that. There's the ODBC connection, which this works for basically if it's a table, but it doesn't work with SQL, you can use ODBC. Uh, for example, I've used that with Microsoft Access. I know that you can also use it with like Oracle and a couple of others. Those are the two that I've worked with the most. So I can say ODBC works very well with them. There's another option as well, and that is using web services. So with drivers, you can send data out with web services. There's a it's HTTP request is the macro. If you haven't checked it out, uh, that's where you can find it in the specification macros. With send HTTP request, we can send web service commands. We can send pings. There's a really cool example out there that you can use drivers to basically say how much it's going to cost to ship something. And they use I think it's mail parcel or mailchimp or something like that, not mailchimp, mail parcel, and it will tell you how much something's going to cost and how far it has to go. Really cool thing that you can use web services for. That's just an example. But anything that can accept a web service command, you can use DriveWorks to send it. There are also power packs and plugins. And I'm going to talk quickly about power packs because they come up a lot in conversations about DriveWorks. And I figured it'd be a good reason to kind of talk about on the podcast. First off, what are power packs? Power packs are modules of information and functions and tools that people will find useful. They just aren't included in the main package of DriveWorks. That's not because they're really hard to set up or something like that. The entire reason is they're not something that necessarily everyone needs. So rather than install it for everyone and only some people need it, the people that need to get it can go and download it. It's included with your DriveWorks subscription. You can get it from the drivers community. There are a bunch of them. And basically what it does is it gives you additional functions, generation tasks, or macros that can really start enhancing your project. So one of the coolest examples of this is actually the uh, Salesforce PowerPack. A lot of companies are using Salesforce. Salesforce is a really cool CRM system. It stores a lot of information. I'm a big fan of Salesforce personally. What kind of things do you need to be able to do with Salesforce? Well, we need to update opportunities. We need to create new contacts. We need to get information out about an opportunity. How can we do that with DriveWorks? Answer, using the Salesforce PowerPack, we can just run the function get opportunity name from Salesforce kind of thing. Essentially it writes the web it has the web service information in it and we don't have to come up with what that looks like. Instead, we just have to plug in the correct credentials for it. So when we set up the power pack, we have to plug in like username, password, that kind of stuff. Once we go ahead and do that, though, we can start integrating with Salesforce, start pulling data in as we need it. So that's a really cool way of integrating with a CRM system that is a built-in native integration that you don't have to worry about Customizing or setting up certain databases, it's right there for you. Now, Salesforce is just one power pack, though. There are, in fact, oh, 10 ish, I think. Here are a couple of the big highlight ones for me. And I'm going to hit on my last one. The last one's my bi- my biggest, my favorite one. There's the SOLIDWORKS Power Pack to start. The SOLIDWORKS Power Pack is going to give you some generation tasks, and it lets you basically get a little bit more out of your SOLIDWORKS. So, with the SOLIDWORKS Power Pack, you can start like, adding in new features. You can do add mates and all of that information basically lets you do some generative modeling using solrits It's a really cool little thing you get. There's the image power pack. The image power pack lets you do some pretty cool things, mostly around, obviously around images. Maybe one of the things that I think is most interesting, and I don't think people use it enough, is you can generate barcodes using the image power pack. So you can generate that and then using, I don't think this is an image power pack thing. You can open up a Word document and you can replace images So you could generate a barcode and actually put it in a Word document if you wanted to. So that would be a really nice way of kind of speeding things along. If you've got a way of generating that barcode, why not use it that way? Two more PowerPacks I want to hit on. E-commerce is the next one, and there are a couple others, uh, but I'm not going to talk about them here. The e-commerce PowerPack lets you integrate into things like PayPal. So if you want a full DriveWorks solution, so let's say you're creating an online catalog, and you want people to be able to place orders without having to leave the DriveWorks application. Using the e-commerce power pack, you can set that up where people can actually pay through the driver's application because it has that link in with PayPal. You can actually use it in that way, making it so you've got a full e-commerce solution. It's not just for creating models. As I've said a couple of times, drivers can also be your full system. And then the final power pack that I want to talk about is the specification power pack. And I saved this one for last because I could honestly talk about it for the next 20 minutes if I wanted to. I'm not going to, don't worry. But the specification power pack is something that as soon as I upgrade Driverts, as soon as I get a new version of Driverts, I immediately go and grab the specification power pack. If I don't, I'm going to break my projects. The specification power pack has a ton of different functions in it. I can't even give you a full list of everything. But a couple examples, you can take uh, tables and convert them to a CSV or convert a table to a text file. You can take that and do... uh, further manipulation with that and send that data wherever we need to go. We can also go backwards. We can take a text and turn that into a table. There are a whole bunch of functions. I can't even explain all of them because a lot of them are just things I don't think about. And they're functions that I use on a daily basis. If you're struggling to come up with something in DriveWorks, if there's a rule that you're not sure how to do it, check out the specification power pack. There are help file links on all of these. Check out the help file because there are a lot of functions in there that, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind them being in the normal DriveWorks because that's something that I think a lot of people could really make a lot of use of. But yeah, power packs are a huge thing. People use them all the time. They're just little pockets of information, pockets of functions, generation tests, or macros that you can just add into your project whenever you want. They're included with DriveWords. You have to install them on all of your systems that need it. So if you've got an autopilot server and a live server, generally I try to install the power packs on all of them just because otherwise the program might not run perfectly. So if we have everything, we know it's going to be clean. So definitely check those out. It, it adds that additional functionality where we can integrate with other systems. Finally, uh, there's plugins inside of DriveWorks, And really one plugin in particular that I want to talk about is SolidWorks PDM, PDM Professional specifically. With SolidWorks PDM Professional, we can integrate that with DriveWorks, And this is something that's been improved on, especially lately, but we can save data directly into the vault. We've always been able to save it into a folder, but now we can check that in to the vault. So now we don't have local files. We can write information to our data cards. We've always been able to faux do that by doing a change in the custom properties and the data cards read their custom properties. We can change the individual fields now. One of the, I'm going to say this, it's not a word. One of the hugest things that I thought was big with the driver's release that integrated with PDM is serial number integration. Previously, and I think this was new as of last year. If you wanted to integrate with your SOLIDWORKS PDM serial numbers, you didn't have a great way of doing it. You'd kind of have to write some SQL queries and be able to pull that from behind the scenes. It was messy and tricky. And, you know, we don't love it. We don't love people going into the SQL database because as soon as you start doing that, it adds risk. Like ideally, we never have to touch that SQL database that PDM lives on. Now using the DriveWorks plugin to SOLIDWORKS PDM Professional, we can integrate with serial numbers, we can pull the latest number in the serial numbers, making it so that We don't have to come up with a fake way of generating that serial number. Instead, we're actually going to get the latest one. So now your drawings, your parts, your assemblies, everything will have the correct serial number in it for SolidWorks PDM, which is really big for things like searching and making sure that everything is in order, which you can search through functions inside of SolidWorks PDM as well, inside of DriveWorks as well. Uh, That's something I actually learned pretty recently. It's a really cool thing. Essentially, though, that's a plugin. So you have to set it up. You give it the correct... Uh credentials, typically I go with admin, but it doesn't have to be. Just whoever has the correct permissions to save the files where they're supposed to go uh and execute any functions that they have to. Because as is the case with everything in PDM, everything is tied to the permissions of the user using the tool. So if you give the driveworks user the lowest level permissions in your vault, you're gonna have a pretty hard time actually doing anything that you really want to. So give it enough, give it enough permissions, give it elevated permissions so that it can really do what it needs to. All it's going to do is what you tell it to do. It's not going to do anything special. And if there's something that you have, like a homegrown system, that you still need to write information to, but it doesn't use SQL, you can't really use ODBC, none of the PowerPath's cover it, it's not SOLIDIS-PDM, there's always the option for custom code. You can request the software development kit from DriveWorks team. Um, They'll want to know what you're doing with it just because maybe they're working on something that might help you already. But it's a really cool way of just... Writing something, trying it out. There's a lot of really cool things. I haven't had a chance to really dig into the software development kit, but it is a really cool thing. I've seen a lot of videos and and I've talked with a couple of the developers at Driverts about it because it is a really nice way of adding flexibility to the tool. The final tool that I'm going to talk about here is the 3D experience platform. And I could spend an entire podcast talking about integrating with other systems. In fact, I will spend an entire episode on that. It's just not now. It'll probably be coming in the next couple of months. The 3D experience platform, as I've said a couple of times, is is really the future of where I see things going long-term. I think that the cloud is, it's making a big push, especially with 2020. People want to get on the cloud, it makes a lot of sense. So the 3D experience platform has a couple of tools for integration, and the first one that I want to hit on is NetVibes. NetVibes is using the social business analyst role, and what it does is it lets you basically analyze society in a business perspective, as the name very much says. What that means is we can do market research using something like NetVibes. So we can track who is saying things about a certain product. We can be tracking things like price for a smart speaker. That's one of the things that comes up in the training. A company is trying to develop a brand new smart speaker, and they're trying to figure out you know where do we fit on a price point perspective. So they do some research and say, show me all information about people that are looking at Echo Dots, people that are looking at Google's, people that are looking at the uh, Apple solution. I'm trying to remember what all of them are called and anything that's related to price with those. So then you can parse down those articles and really read through them and find that out. You can also look at sentiments. So you can say, are these articles positive or negative? Really letting you start tracking that information essentially lets you do that market research all in a single tool. As someone that kind of geeks out over all of that, I was drooling over the entire NetVibes training. It was a really cool way of... Just tracking this information and you're only needing one application, plus it's on the platform where we can start collaborating with other users really quickly. One of the things that you can use along with NetVibes is the feed reader. The feed reader is part of that collaborative business innovator role that Mike Farley and I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Essentially, it lets you read an RSS feed and have that on your platform. Now, that's not really pulling information in so much as it lets you have a window into other information from another site. It can be really useful, absolutely, and the feed reader is definitely something that I think everyone has use for, even if it's not fully a business role. But it's something you can definitely check out. But what people really care about with the three D experience platform, when we're talking about integration, is holding hands between the platform and another system that you've got, whether that's your MRP, your ERP, your CRM system, lots of different tools that we want to send information to. I just talked about how we can do that with DriveWorks and how we can do that with PDM. How on earth do we do it with a 3D experience platform? And we do that using something called iPass, which is integration platform as a service. It's a third-party tool that lets you connect those systems to each other. Now, what's really cool about this is it's pretty much agnostic of whatever tool you're using. It's system agnostic because we can talk to an ERP system, an MRP system, a CRM system, pretty much anything you want because it's using web services, it's using IP exchange to really pass this information back and forth. So as long as we can do that, it doesn't really matter a whole lot. So there are a ton of different scenarios for this. I probably don't need to run through them, but I'm going to go through a couple anyway. Biggest thing that I think happens, and this is why getting a serial number was so big with PDM Pro and DriveWorks, is you need to get your part number from an external system. Again, if that's all it's PDM, if that's your ERP system, ERP is probably the biggest thing that I see people talking to. If you need to get that, Well, we can have iPass do that. And if we need to then send information back out to it, so let's imagine we've created something and we need to add it and release it to an external system. Again, that's something iPass can help us do. And all of this stuff can happen on events as we want that to happen. So for example, you can have like a change action. That's a big thing that we do in the 3D experience platform. We can say that when something is created in Change Action, when when we've started the process, we can import or export data when the status has changed. So if it's been approved or if it's under review, we can pull that data in. It can happen on uh, engineering items or uh, exchanging the job when it's completed. There are several different ways we can kind of pass this information back and forth from the 3D Experience platform and different times. It doesn't make sense if we can only do it at one point in time. So the platform is pretty flexible as far as what events you can do. Uh, it's just a matter of setting it up and making sure you can do it. But the gist of the story is iPass is the tool that's going to let you connect and it's going to let you take the 3D experience platform and add it into your other systems because we don't necessarily want to have to load everything onto the platform. That'd be cool. But if you still have other legacy systems, we want to be able to get that information in and out. And using iPass, it's going to let us talk to those systems and get whatever we need out of them. So with that, I would say that from a high level, that my shallow dive into integration with other systems. Again, I could probably talk about this in depth on Drivers and 3D experience in particular because I haven't hit on those quite as much. I can talk about that integration. I, I definitely will talk about that integration here in a future episode of the podcast. But for now, that's all I've got. So thank you all so much for joining me. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week and looking forward to seeing you all next week. Hi, right, See you.